0: In this episode, we are talking love languages. Ooh.
1: (laughs) Ooh. We've actually been working on love languages lately.
0: Yeah. And you know, it may not be for everyone, like maybe some people don't put stock in it, but for some reason, it is working for us. It turned our shit around.
1: It did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also going to give an update about my family, my dad specifically. Mm, That's a treat.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. What else and, we got? Oh,
0: we have a letter to read. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Should we get into it? We got some stuff to get to. We better go. Be right back. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Latter Day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex Mormon gay girl trying to figure out her life. I'm Mary. I'm Shelley. And I have to say, I've kind
1: of missed the regularity of recording.
0: Well, we've been doing it lately, so.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. We're. Wait, so you're feeling good about the regular? We've been doing it lately. I mean, that's been a little more regular as well. Because we're not so bad. I mean, we're still busy, but it's we're not renovating the
0: Airbnb. And we're speaking each other's love languages.
1: Also true. <laughs> I am. I am sitting across the table, staring into Mary's eyes.
0: That is your thing,
1: which isn't actually Mary's love language.
0: <laughs> well, maybe I feel like oh my god, do I got? Do I have a booger?
1: No, you have sexiness <laughs> written all over your librarian glasses.
0: Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Uh maybe we should tease this a little bit and get into oh. Ooh, teasing. Mm. Is that part of your love language? Um uh, <laughs> What kind of teasing are we talking
1: about? Should we just wait to get into this topic? Wait, is this the teasing that causes God to send she bears down to kill you? Oh, like go up, thou bald head. Uh-huh. Those of you who are God, this not. is your first time tuning in, you have no idea what that's referring to. So go ahead and go back. Start at the beginning. <laughs> Oh my God, you and that, the shaming. The shaming. Are you shaming our listeners? No, I am just basically giving a little advice and we'll shame them if they don't follow it.
0: It's different. It's still shaming. (laughs) You still said the word (laughs) shaming. (laughs) All right, let's get into that a little bit later. How about a family update, Shelly? Me or you? Me? Sure, go for it. Okay.
1: So, still the same shit, same shit, different day with my parents. Um,
0: In fact, you and your brothers have a Facebook group called Same Shit, Different Day. (laughs) We actually do. Because it really is. Yes. Because your dad, I mean, if there was a planet called Groundhog Day, he (laughs) would live there. He would. I think he does, yes. (laughs) That's his planet that he's going to create one day. Uh Uh-huh. He's like, I'm too good for colob. (laughs) I got (laughs) to form a planet that everything repeats every single day, and it's exactly the same as the day before. Yeah, yeah. That's his reality. And and that I can handle until what's
1: been going on recently is there's been some strife within the family. That's ongoing. It is. That's true. But it's kind of escalated recently, and within that strife, there is my dad— sort of dismissing things that have gone on in defense of someone who um, has kind of been hurting the rest of the family. And so that's hard. Again, all of that has been going on for decades. For sure. No, my entire life. But it's, it's coming more to a head now, I would say, because my dad keeps forgetting that we've had the conversation. And so it's almost a daily thing for him to call And we go through this, no, dad, that's not what happened. No, dad, this is the truth. And him getting upset and blah, blah, blah. And so I've had to definitely put up boundaries. Mm -hmm. And one thing that is very sad for me, he still feels like because he's the patriarch of the family that he has to fix it.
0: Yeah, there's no fixing
1: this. No, it's not his responsibility. Um, Because the person who is causing all of the drama and continued trauma, both, doesn't take ownership of it, right? Mm -hmm. So my dad is just horrified that his eternal family, his celestial family, is not working out.
0: Well, he gets that you're no longer a Mormon anyway,
1: right? Yes. However, he did say to me when I left the church um, that he still feels like it'll get worked out in the end, that we'll still be together as a family.
0: Oh, loophole. He found a loophole. Oh, for
1: sure. Absolutely the (laughs) loophole, which was something he could deal with. But now that there's like constant strife because one sibling continued to complain to my father, Mm -hmm. which is causing him anxiety, it's too much. It's a lot of my dad saying, how are we going to fix this? What's going on? And it's like, dad, we had this conversation yesterday. No, you can't fix it. No, it's not your fault. No, it's not the fault of the other two siblings. Mm -hmm. And so it's actually hurtful when you call and defend the one so just stop.
0: Yeah. But he can't because he forgets. it's also hurtful from my vantage point, or I would feel this way, maybe you don't, but I would feel hurt that he continually takes the word of the one sibling and it's against the word of three others. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Which has always been the case. I mean, if I'm being honest.
0: That sucks. It does suck. Because he never believes you. He never defends you. Right. He always takes the side of this bully family member, to Mm -hmm. be honest. Mm -hmm. And You're dismissed once again. Not only that, you are dismissed daily now. Yeah. How does that feel?
1: uh, You know, if I'm being honest, it doesn't bother me anymore so much because it's just like an eye roll and, you know, whatever, Dad. You're so used to it. I'm so used to it, and I know he's senile, and I know it doesn't matter. You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't affect what I know to be true. That's awesome. Thank you. But it is exhausting. And so I did try to set a boundary, you know, last time I called and he started posing the same questions and the same situations and taking the side of a certain child of his. And I'm like, Dad, I don't want to talk about it. We talked about this yesterday. I refuse to continue to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. We will have this conversation. I got to figure out what's going on. And it's just, Dad, you can't fix it. Just stop. And, and yeah. by the way, I am good And my other two brothers are good with the boundary we have set with Mm -hmm. this other sibling. Yeah. So we're fine. Right. We're fine. I said, Dad, if you choose to believe said sibling's stories Mm -hmm. and you choose to feel bad for him and you choose, like, that's on you. That has nothing to do with me and the other two. Absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. So I wonder what part of this is his Mormon training of, you know, family first. Keep the family together. Even if it's
0: dysfunctional and a... And there's abuse in the family. Exactly,
1: yeah. Well, and that's how it was growing up. So that's been what it's at lately. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm wondering if anyone out there has the same experience. By the way, your parent does not have to be senile to behave this way. Oh, no. He's always behaved this way, but now it's daily because he can't remember that the conversation was had yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so Mary's always like, why do you take his calls? Mm -hmm. But then... Then Shelly's like, why do you call her? To her mom. Right. It's like, you hate talking to her. She says rude things. She talks shit about you behind your back. Like, why do you call her? And it's this interesting thing of we both have trauma from our parents. Mm-hmm. It's just a different brand.
0: For sure. Yeah. What did we decide about boundaries with Kimberly? The hardest part is maintaining yes. the boundary. Absolutely. Especially when you have people combating that mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. Clearly, your father doesn't want to adhere to the boundary you and no. your other siblings have set. No. No. He
1: dismisses them all the time. For sure. And. By the way, the part that pissed him off so much is when I told him, I'm not going to talk about this with you. Mm -hmm. Because that was a direct defiance of what he wanted.
0: Right. He still can't handle that. He can't. No. He's still in that parent-child. He can't accept that you're a grown-ass adult. And I don't want to talk about something. And you don't want to talk about something. And that's your prerogative. Mm -hmm. Uh, I get it. My mother, she hasn't said anything directly to me that is dismissive in a while, but she's just so ungrateful.
1: Yeah, well, but you've heard her talk shit on the phone to her friends. Oh, yeah, she does.
0: She talks. <laughs> and then say, I didn't, I didn't, you know. She talks about all of us behind our backs. What was the latest thing? So she's still at my sister's recovering. Mm-hmm. Who knows what the future is going to hold? We're trying to figure out uh, financial help and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Reminder, she
1: is 80 fucking nine years old. She's 89, yeah.
0: super frail. Mm-hmm. With a busted up shoulder. Yeah, everybody's waiting on her hand and foot. we got an occupational therapist coming in, a physical therapist they're helping her bathe, they're helping her exercise. But there's still the
1: family members who have to do the same because the physical oh, yeah. therapist isn't in there 24-7 sure. and she can't really walk on her own yet.
0: Oh, um, no, they're still helping her use the toilet. Yeah. They're helping her with meals, everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So yesterday, I think it was, my sister overheard my mother complaining about the morning coffee to her oh, friend right. on the phone. That it was too watery or something. It was, it was cold, weak, and tasted like water. <laughs>
1: Which she also has cold (laughs) water water next to her bed. She might have just grabbed the wrong one.
0: And I don't know what she's drinking that out of, but she's been drinking out of these styrofoam cups that you can't obviously see into, and there's a lid and a straw for her water. She drinks wine that way, too. (laughs) Go, Catherine. (laughs) She does. Get it, Catherine. Get it. (laughs) So I'm only assuming that the coffee came in a similar styrofoam cup Yeah, and... I think she just got them mixed up. She probably did, but let's pretend she didn't, and it was shit coffee. <laughs> you still don't say that. You don't
1: because, A, like you're imposing
0: on everyone. You didn't have to make that coffee. Yeah,
1: exactly. Suck it up and be grateful. You didn't have to get your skinny ass out of bed and go get the coffee. Exactly. Like it was brought to you. It
0: was brought to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting to me how, for some reason, the boundary with my dad and the boundary with your mom that you've made they, they just don't, don't matter. stick. Yeah,
0: yeah, they don't seem to matter. They don't.
1: And <laughs> it's hard for us to be like, never call me again. It just, it
0: doesn't matter. So, yeah, boundaries with parents are it's tough. It's just for you right now, a daily battle. Yes. It's, it's old. At least I don't have to interact with my mother quite as often as you yeah. as you do with your dad. But you know yeah. how me and the other brothers cope? Oh, yeah. The
1: ones I'm getting along <laughs> with. The ones who we have the same shit, different day, uh, private. Message group. Message group. We have started writing haikus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our haiku complaints about the situation, and it's it's actually pretty cleansing. It's pretty healing, and it's fucking hilarious. So I have bonded with the brothers that previously we were estranged because of my leaving the church, et cetera, et cetera. We have bonded over haiku writing uh-huh. um, about the situation.
0: Can we add limericks to that? There once was an asshole from Utah. What rhymes with Utah? Um... I don't think anything does. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I think there probably is something that runs with Utah. It's not the word orange, for God's sake. That's true. Utah, Utah. We'll get back to you on oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so was that the family update? Family update, babies. Jeez, oh, what a struggle. Mm-hmm. Good God. Also, I want to say— um,
1: episode 129 which was the instructions for lady missionaries uh-huh. getting so much feedback on that yeah uh, we laughed so damn hard at oh that God. it's it's almost like this is so ridiculous and um you know harmful that any lady missionary had to undergo this kind these kind of rules and weird shit when they were on their missions but it's so ridiculous you have to laugh at it like it's just what the fuck yeah and in those conversations on facebook the uh, latter day lesbian podcast discussion group feel free to join mm-hmm. we have a good time Ashley L, I'll say. Mm -hmm. uh, She said that her mom actually wrote, back in the day, a 500-page book called LDS Mother's Almanac. Oh. And she says it's basically full of the same shit from the episodes. So I'm like, oh my God, more content for the podcast. And I was able to track down a copy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And it is being sent to us now. That's great. So be prepared.
0: Woo! More shitty Mormon literature. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to uh, delve into. that's That sounds fun. I can't wait. Yeah, you either laugh at this shit or you just are so, like, sad and just frustrated. Sometimes it's both. And sometimes it's both. Yeah,
1: I think that laughter is the best medicine. Can be anyway. That's like what they it. say. That, that's what Reader's <laughs> Digest says. <laughs> is it? Didn't they have a column called Laughter's the Best Medicine? I don't know. All you old listeners, let us know. <laughs>
0: I don't remember.
1: Oh, okay. I always read the Reader's Digest because mm-hmm. my dad subscribed to it and it was always in the bathroom.
0: That's typically where those end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm glad we can help heal through laughter and pointing the ridiculous shit out.
0: And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, ladies, get those satin pillowcases so you can <laughs> preserve what's left of your femininity because that's God, really important. I'm wow. <laughs> the shit they make up. So great. You know, and we're supposed to all believe it. Yeah. That the type of pillowcase you have is going to make a fucking difference about anything. So what do
1: <laughs> I wonder what they recommend the male missionaries sleep on, like... Burlap sack! Man up! <laughs> <laughs> and rub it on your scrotum while you're at it. Oh, Be geez, a man! Jeez, okay. Shelly had to take it there. Well, they actually <laughs> wouldn't say that because you're not supposed to touch anything down there because it might make you masturbate.
0: Right. Yeah. So maybe they do want you to, like, wear some burlap underwear. It's always irritated. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Huh. (laughs) Anywho. Should we uh, write a manual for um, elders? We should. Should we just do that? I just thought of this.
1: (laughs) The shit for sister missionaries is all about how they look, how they look, how they look. Mm -hmm. And the shit for elders is like, don't masturbate. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What a weird focus on either— males or females who were out on the mission
0: yeah at least with the don't masturbate it's not about your appearance that's true I mean I'm neither one is great don't get me wrong I'm not saying well they had it so much better but um okay they had it so much better thank you yeah yeah (laughs) I am saying that now Mm -hmm. that I think about it Mm -hmm. I just think this this attention given to uh, our appearance as women yeah That's our worth. But don't you
1: remember when Jesus lined up all the women and was like, you need to cut your hair. Mm -hmm. You're not attractive. No, you (laughs) clearly not a satin pillowcase. That one. (laughs) Oh, wait, Jesus never
0: did that shit. That's right. All right. God, Okay, We could rip on this shit all day. Well, we did last episode. Mm -hmm. Two episodes ago. Two episodes ago. Yeah. Yep. Should we read a letter? Yes. Okay. Keep sending them in, by the way. Yes, please do. I'm going to Remind everybody about the URL to get in touch with us just in case I forget at the end. It's latterday slash contact. That's the one. If you would like to get in touch. Okay. So this letter is from Amy T. It came in on April thirteenth, twenty twenty. Oh we're here. Okay. A little behind. Don't don't judge us. <laughs> okay. Amy says, I've been wanting to write you for a while. I'm one of those silent observers. But I feel like now may be a good time to introduce myself. My name is Amy. I found your podcast by typing "lesbian" into the search bar. Uh oh, that was one of the best random decisions I've ever made. Uh huh. I'm not an exmo. I'm an ex-fundamental, independent, Bible-believing Baptist. Shit. The variety that held to the King James Version
1: only. Oh my God! Sorry to interject. Yeah, I saw a bumper sticker. It might have been yesterday or the day before that says, if it's not King James, it's not the Bible. Really? Yes. I'm like, where the fuck do you buy that bumper sticker A and why? And
0: we're giving a shit about some English king? Because <laughs>
1: his translation <laughs> and is And his correct.
0: translation is a way to go. Dear God. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm the youngest of six children. Amy says, Mm -hmm. we weren't Calvinist. My parents were more on the Armenian side of the argument. Interesting. Hmm. Reformed Baptists couldn't possibly have a good enough argument in Scripture to hold the Calvinist standard, according to my dad. Uh, You know what would be interesting is if we heard from one of our podcast group moderators, Jessa, Jessa. who did grow up Calvinist, about maybe she can clear up this argument with the Armenian side yeah jessa let us know what's up i don't know anything about that amy says we weren't allowed to dance no secular music no christian music with a driving beat <laughs> <laughs> satan's in that for mormon um uh, musical that's what's the word
1: like uh during sacrament meetings sometimes will someone will do a musical number that's what mm-hmm. we call and you have to get extra permission to use like an acoustic guitar oh wow um or loudish <laughs> horns you know you can do like a violin
0: yeah even like, an acoustic guitar yeah huh yeah there was like a band at a lot of the churches i grew up in yeah, yeah. you know i enjoyed the band at the last uh,
1: christian church i ever attended mm-hmm. but then the dude said some shit about we don't marry the gays and then i was out
0: yeah but well, i did enjoy the band mhm that's a good reason to leave mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. okay Uh, She says no dating, no dressing in any way that might encourage fornication, et cetera, et cetera. Ultra repressive shit, she says. Yeah. All other scriptures, including the Book of Mormon, were not divinely inspired. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what? I'm starting to think it's all fake. Uh-huh. Amy says I've never attended public school. I attended the church's school from K to ninth grade, then was homeschooled for a couple years. Then graduated from a particularly shitty Christian school in Rochester, New York. Fun. My college experience included two years at Bob Jones University in Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, shit. Isn't Bob Jones like an evangelical kind of dude? I think so. All right. It sounds real familiar. Mm-hmm.
1: So I just Googled it. So okay. I sound smart. <clears throat> <laughs> Bob Jones University. Oh, my God. In parentheses, it says BJU. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Blowjob University, <laughs> Bob Jones. What the fuck didn't you see this coming? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh Bob Jones. Okay, <clears throat> we're twelve-year-old boys. We so are know that, right. So BJU <laughs> is a private, non-denominational evangelical university in South Carolina. It's known for its conservative, cultural, and religious positions.
0: It puts the cult and cultural.
1: And it said positions. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) The cult and cultural.
0: I love it. Yeah, because I'm good with a pun or a joke or something. Yeah, you're you're good once in a while. You're good to keep around for that. Once in a while, I can say a funny. Okay. um, Amy says after that, she spent one and a half years at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. I know that one. Yep, we know that school. It's a wonder I turned out okay. In parentheses, she says, or maybe I didn't. Who knows? I mean, uh, isn't that all of us? (laughs) If you're sticking to the podcast, you're fucked up. That's just all there is to (laughs) it. Let's all just celebrate our trauma. We all have it, probably. Most of us, either participating in you and me or listening to this podcast, have trauma, especially religious trauma. Oh, hell yeah. Yep, we got that in common. Everybody Mm. drink if you have religious trauma in your past. Drinking. Yep, it's one way to cope. Okay, drink whatever (laughs) beverage you want. We're or not don't. encouraging anything. We don't drink anything. Yeah. You know, we watch a lot <laughs> whatever of... whatever uh, you want. We watch a lot of Naked and Afraid for some reason. Uh-huh. And they always toast each other with bites of food. Have you ever noticed? Or like like grasshopper. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Whatever. Snake. What some Random you. dead bug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. They do. hmm hmm So you can raise a morsel of food if you want. I just want to say... BJ University again, BJU baby. Okay, <laughs> uh, all right. Amy says I took a swan dive out of the Christian faith a few months after I finished college into the debauchery of the world. uh Oh, and haven't looked back.
1: Not a girl. Good
0: for you. I figured out I was attracted to women when I was twenty-four. That was when I met my first girlfriend, and good God, she blew my little mind. Mm-hmm. Girls will do that. It <laughs> happens. You. Everything made sense the first time we kissed. There it is. Yep. It was like I'd been trying to scratch an itch. I couldn't quite reach with any guy. Mm. I understand. Yep. Completely. (laughs) Me too. How's that itch now, baby?
1: She scratches it all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Amy says this girl that scratched her itch fucking nailed it. Uh, Nailed her? Oh. Nailed something. Probably eventually. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway, Wow. Okay. We know where (laughs) Shelly's brain is at today. Mm -hmm. Okay. Amy says, I remember getting back in my car after that and thinking, well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of perfect. Well, shit. (laughs) Well, shit. (laughs) In retrospect, I'm thankful that I didn't realize I was attracted to women until I was 24. Depression is something that I've struggled with for years and had I had an extra layer of guilt and struggle on top of me doubting my faith inside the ultra-conservative bubble, I wouldn't be here to type this email to you. Right? Wow. God, yeah. I've got more to share, but I don't want to drag this out anymore. It's not even that long. I know. Come on, Amy. <laughs> Try harder. Send more, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Keep typing, even though it took us over a year to get to it. <laughs> Keep typing.
0: <laughs> no, that's fine.
1: She probably has been keep typing and she's like waiting for us to read it. <laughs> probably. She
0: probably, she probably. There's
1: probably another one in there. She probably has like a freaking novel at this point.
0: hmm Amy says, I love you guys. I drive a truck and listen to hours and hours of podcasts, audiobooks, and music. Y'all are my favorites, though. Oh hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Amy, are you driving right now? If you're honk. driving right now, is honk it like your a horn. big truck? Yeah. honk <laughs> your horn. <laughs> mer- mer- Doppler effect. Look it up. Okay. Amy says, by the way, I live in Virginia and would absolutely love to hang out once this quarantine thing passes. Oh,
1: shit. We're looking at having a a meet and and greet. It's not planned yet. Don't start marking your calendars. um, We're looking into it for sure. It's still
0: a little too hot around here to really think about it because I'd like to find a place that has a nice patio. It is as hot as balls wrapped in burlap sacks. Oh, that's so descriptive. Okay. <laughs> Amy, thanks for writing to us. Appreciate yes, it. Sorry you. it took us a little bit of time to get to that, mm-hmm. but we really appreciate you sharing your story. Thank you. Shelly, let's take a commercial break, and okay. then when we come back, love languages. Mm, Are you we're excited?
1: Gonna, we're going to start speaking them. <laughs> with the gift of tongue.
0: Okay, did you say gift of tongue? I did. Okay, oh, wow. All right, be forewarned. No, we're not going to get into a bunch of sexual stuff. No, 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 not at all, no. actually. No, okay. Just your normal potty mouths that we have. Yes. Okay, be right back. <laughs> okay, we're back. Back. So, I don't know how long I've been like into this whole love languages thing. For some reason... I got into it. I took the quiz. You can go online to fivelovelanguages.com if you are unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. There is a quiz you can take. You can discover your primary love language and how you can use it to better connect with your loved ones. Well, shit. And you may have more than one you identify with. So Mm -hmm. there are five. Let's hear them. One is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. One is quality time. Mm -hmm. Time spent with someone you love. One is physical touch. Yep. One is gifts, either giving or receiving. Mm-hmm. And one is acts of service. So perhaps you are a person who likes to show someone you care by doing stuff, mm-hmm. making them dinner, do the laundry, what yeah. have you. Or get that in return. It is possible to like speak a different love language out than you receive. So you might want to show someone. Acts of service, but what you really want to hear is words of affirmation. So there's some figuring out of that sort of thing and figuring out what what resonates with you. Like, spoiler, my love language that I need to hear and the love language that you need to hear are not the same. They're not. At all. We do have some overlap, though. We do. So talk about it? The one we have in common is quality time. Which works out great. We love to spend time together. We love to spend time together. I'm happy we love it
1: because, thank you, COVID, we are together all the fucking time.
0: Like, <laughs> I know. all the time. I know. Plus, you know, we've got this podcast business together. Yep, yep. We have the Airbnb side hustle mm-hmm, together that mm-hmm. we manage. Yep, we're all about the side hustle. Just trying to make it happen. We've got the UC Places podcast that we do together. Yeah. We spend a lot of time together. We do. We do. So that's good. That's a good mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. We also both enjoy physical touch. Yeah. yep. Yeah. Probably you more so than me. Yeah. Because there's never enough touching no, for you No, that would make you happy.
1: And I've never over-touched you. Is that a word? Is Over-touching?
0: A- like well, touching say, without
1: consent or something? <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> um, no, because you said that I can never get enough. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you've had enough and you're done.
0: No, I just don't need it as much as you, I correct. don't think. That's yeah. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, but we do overlap there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's where we don't overlap. At all. You like words of affirmation. Um, like is a pretty weak word to You need words you. of affirmation. Thank
1: you. To breathe, <laughs> to I breathe. need <laughs> words of affirmation.
0: hmm Yeah. And that's just not my thing. No. Like, I don't need that. Right. Um, and then I forget to give it sometimes. Yeah. What actually makes things more complicated is if I feel like my needs aren't being met or mm-hmm. being dismissed. Mm-hmm it makes it tough for me to give words of affirmation or speak to the other love languages because I just feel sort of resentful, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that has been one of our biggest challenges Mm -hmm. because my biggest love language is acts of service. Right. And that is not as important to you. No, so I don't think about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, The thing that we realize we don't care that much about are gifts. Right. Yeah. It's great if they happen, but... Not really a necessity, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, if you wanted to buy me a new car, I would for sure be excited about. Would it. Would you
0: be okay with that? Uh, yeah. yeah do you want me I'm to put not, one I'm of not those? Say that's not my love language. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to put one of those big giant bows like from the holiday commercials? Uh, duh. <laughs> Where do you buy a big bow like that? Probably at the dealership. Does Amazon know.
1: deliver it? Oh, uh, 100%. They deliver everything.
0: (laughs) Jeff Bezos, once you're done in space, can you uh, put one of those giant
1: bows on Amazon, please? After you ride the dick up to space, everyone's commenting about how the
0: spaceship that he went up in looks like a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) How fitting. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Anyway, so we have struggled figuring out how to show the other one love language that speaks to both of us the most.
1: Yeah.
0: it kind of came to a head recently. It did. Yeah, yeah. we both recognized that we were um, not unhappy, but
1: just just kind of there, you know. Yeah, and, and unhappy sometimes too. I don't. I don't want to yeah. act like you know this has not been hard because it has been moments right. of unhappiness, lots of moments of just not feeling fulfilled, and mm-hmm. definitely not feeling connected.
0: Right. Because I think our love languages that speak most to us have direct correlation to past trauma. Absolutely. fucking yes. loop. Yes. So you were pretty much neglected your entire
1: life. And dismissed. dismissed. I was the girl, so I was never as good as the boys. Right. You know, not that my parents never handed out compliments. I'm sure they tried, but I was kind of a wayward child, so there weren't a lot of comments to hand out. And You mean compliments? What did I say, condoms? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Give me some more condoms.
1: Oh, dear God. <laughs> I think it's a comments. Oh, compliments. <laughs> Whatever. Same thing as condoms. Um, yeah, so I didn't have that. Right. I didn't, I didn't have that growing up, and that might very well be why I desire it and need it so crave. much as an adult. Can we say crave? crave.
0: Okay. Constant and, craving. <laughs> uh, Sorry. It's a lesbian mm-hmm. song. Go ahead. Yeah. Go, Katie Lang. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so that dismissal, and lack of compliments still happening oh, today. Yeah. Yeah. We just daily. talked about that this morning. Yeah.
1: Or 40 minutes ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you are still being dismissed. Mm-hmm. And your father doesn't even believe your side of anything. No, never has. Right. So feels like a lot of pressure on me sometimes to fulfill that need in right. you. Because it doesn't come easily to me especially when I feel like my main love language is being neglected or dismissed. Correct. So mine also stems from trauma. Mm-hmm. My parents were sort of hoarders. Mm-hmm. We had someone come in once in a while and clean, which helped, but the basement, we had three garages, I want to say, always full, always mm. full of just random no crap. No yeah, I think one car was in one of the garages, but then there was like this back shed room. I don't know. It, it was, was a bunch all of crap. A cluster. Gotcha. Bunch of crap. Um, you could barely walk in any of those places. Mm-hmm. And I remember we would have to go down to the basement, which was unfinished and already creep me out, to get like, I don't know, my mother jarred tomatoes and stuff. So I had mm-hmm. to get a jar of tomatoes or do laundry or something, which was the washer dryer was in the basement. Mm. It was so gross down there. Yeah. Just disgusting. Right. To you. To me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. So maybe if you grow up in that situation, maybe when you're an adult, you either are so used to it, you live that way too. Or what happened to me is I was so horrified by it, for some reason that was tied to trauma for me, Mm -hmm. that I became the opposite. Yeah. I'm a neat freak. Yes. Yes. What's funny about that is really it's about clutter. Yeah. I don't like, you know, dust bunnies and stuff, but we have someone come in. Clutter bothers you a thousand times worse than dust bunnies. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. A little dust on the furniture, even when you need to vacuum, isn't yeah. the worst.
1: You've I've never mentioned anything about like, oh, there's a, some dog hair or whatever. Right. It's never been. It's always been. Uh, I can't things. find this. Yeah. I can't
0: find this thing. Mm-hmm. Or I'm walking in and there's just shoes here. Or there's whatever around. and. Mm-hmm. and it just is an uneasy feeling when I walk into a place and it feels cluttered. Yeah, I just don't like it. Yeah. So, keeping things neat, tidy, is important to me.
1: Yeah. And by the way, it's not that you're picky; it's that it gives you actual anxiety. It's right. It's not like you're. Oh, I, I wish this place was less cluttery. It affects you emotionally, mentally. Yeah. Um. It's
0: it's legit. It makes me not want to be in the house. Yes. Which is the last thing I want. Right. Just because I. Just trigger, yeah. You know, it's just really hard. Yeah. So, uh, newsflash: love languages might come out of trauma. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if they've done any studies about like how you end up with the love language. I think we that just studied that you. shit right now. <laughs> we just, and it comes should we publish from a paper? Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. we should publish a paper. Uh huh. So once we were able to communicate with each other, like really have it sink in and take it seriously, because
1: we'd had this conversation a lot of times, uh-huh. but for some reason there there just wasn't that click. And I don't know why recently it has clicked. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Well, recently I was out of town. I was staying uh, at my mom's to help out with my mother staying at my sister's. Mm -hmm. So I was out of town. And not being appreciated. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I wasn't being appreciated? Yeah, I just was throwing that out that you were... Oh, by my mother. Yes. Right, right. Sure. That's unrelated. It's par for the course. Yes. I'm used to that. Mm -hmm. But you brought this up about feeling... I guess neglected mm-hmm. feeling like you wanted to hear more more words yeah. of affirmation feeling like we were disconnected and you agreed yeah we've yeah. been a little disconnected for sure but I think also at the same time I was like uh timing i'm yeah. in a shit show over here yeah i had to help my mother go to the bathroom today yeah not my best timing ever mm-hmm.
1: um but it was heavy on me and so i didn't i didn't pause enough to think is this the best time to discuss this with Mary so i just let it out
0: right Mm -hmm. you let it out you let me hear what was not happening Mm -hmm. and then it sort of I came to this realization that I'm unhappy yeah I'm unhappy because I feel like a broken record yeah and I'm the only one that cares about my needs yeah that's what it felt like because things were just they weren't a disaster around here no it wasn't like Crazy messy. I'm not a dirty person. I'm not, you know. But things just pile up. So, you know, you open all the closets and it's just an organized shit show in there. Right. Or the garage, for instance. Yep. The pantry. Yep. The pantry. Sure. Mm -hmm. Which,
1: if that works for you, doesn't matter. We're not saying, you know, this is the correct way to keep your house. No. It's just, we're not. How do we live together? Right. In the correct way so we'll both be happy.
0: Yes. So I realized that. I felt like I needed this need to be met, and then I would compliment you. I don't know. It's just sort of happened that way.
1: Yeah, and it, it wasn't, um, okay, well, if you give me I this, know. then I'll give you it that. It does
0: feel transactional, but it's not. But it's not. It's, it's not for us. No. It just sort of worked out that I stated what wasn't working for me. You mm-hmm. stated what wasn't working for you. And then a funny thing happened. What? <laughs> um, so— You had posted on Facebook about a gift basket you were leaving for Uh one of our Airbnb rentals. Uh You came up with this gift basket idea. You give them like a bottle of wine. If you know kids are coming, you got toys out. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do a whole coffee station thing. All Mm -hmm. of that spearheaded by you. And so I saw this post on Facebook, which I hardly ever go on Facebook, A. Mm -hmm. But I saw it on Facebook and I said, yeah, the gift basket idea was all Shelly. She's nailing that. Yeah. She she's found her calling or something. Mary complimented me. In front of people. In front of people. I know. And then suddenly you would clean this whole house.
1: (laughs) I cleaned out and organized the garage. You did. I cleaned out and organized the pantry. I wasn't doing it to get something from Mary. I finally clicked to where I was doing this and thinking, oh my God, Mary's gonna love this. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about receiving something because I had done this, which is a completely
0: different way to look at a relationship. Well, and I also don't think you realized what was at stake for me. Yeah. You didn't realize how important it was to me yeah. and how I was triggered every single time when things were messy, yeah. you know? And then think when it finally clicked that, oh my gosh, this is a need mm-hmm. that Mary has. Right. Not just something that is a nice to have. Yeah,
1: Mary's not just being picky. It's It's this inner need mm-hmm. to have it a certain way in order to be happy.
0: Right, and the same goes for you. Mm -hmm. You need this stuff. Yeah, you need to hear that you're appreciated and you're doing a good job, etc. And that isn't natural for you to say. Like you've even said, it's it's uncomfortable for
1: me to like. I don't know how to express this, and if I'm not feeling connected, it feels forced. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, and also, how much easier is it if I'm responding to something that you've done? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, when I came home and saw the place completely cleaned up. Mm Hmm. I was effusive with yeah. compliments. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I was so appreciative. And that was genuine. I think that was my problem, too. I don't want to give compliments that feel sort of forced. Yeah. Like, it has to feel natural to me. Yeah. To be giving them.
1: So we went out to the bar that night. Mm-hmm.
0: And shout out to Bear Branch Tavern sh- shout- on Maple out- Avenue in, in Vienna. Yeah, I wish your <laughs> drinks weren't, weren't as expensive, I know but they're that delicious. Place is so
1: expensive. It's not even like a fancy place. Anyway. It's good,
0: though. We're it's in Northern expensive. Virginia. Everything's oh, everything's expensive. ridiculous here.
1: Um, and I know for the longest time I would, uh, I guess, complain to Mary how we didn't have like that thing at the beginning
0: of the relationship, right? Oh, the limerence. The limerence went away. Limericks? Lim-
1: <laughs> there once was an asshole from Utah. <laughs> okay, what the fuck is
0: limerence, Mary? Well, if you listen to the podcast, Shelly, you would know <laughs> what limerence is. We talked about it on that last episode with Kimberly, how it's that first flush of butterflies, gotcha. that in love feeling. Gotcha. You know, like, you can't stop thinking about the person. Yeah. You can't stop talking about the person. Right. You know, you're obsessing or whatever. That's limerence, that in love feeling. Gotcha. I felt like we had lost that,
1: and it Mm -hmm. didn't feel good to me because I I, need—I am a very emotional person. I love to feel emotion. I love to express emotion. It's like a high for me to Mm -hmm. to feel things. So— We went out, we sat at the bar, and it was, for me, and I think a little for you, it was like we were back dating again. Yeah. And we were sitting there, and we were talking, and we were drinking, and we were laughing. And just like back in the early days, we didn't even notice the patrons around us coming and going. Mm -hmm. It was like staring at each other. And having conversations and saying things and, you know, for me, I, a little bit of butterflies when, when we were touching, <laughs> like kissing in front of people. It was an amazing night for me. Mm-hmm. It really was. It It, it, it kind of rekindled some shit. And the sex thereafter was fantastic. <laughs> uh, but I didn't do this just to get the sex. I mean, that's like a bonus. <laughs>
0: jesus uh you're welcome listeners Mm -hmm, i'm sure they mm -hmm. appreciated that thank you for all the orgasms oh god
1: (laughs) seriously i might have said that
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness Uh, sorry dan no leave leave it or or
1: don't pull it out Dan. (laughs) no don't pull it out dan
0: Yeah, that's what she said, they, they said, they oh, said. That's yeah. our new thing is that's what uh-huh. they said. Thank you, Diana, yeah. for making us gender inclusive with yes. our stupid jokes, or stupid yeah. uh, sexual innuendo. Uh-huh. Well, how was that for you, Mary, the date itself? Well, it was fantastic because I felt like you cared about me. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because I do,
1: I always have. Uh-huh. The caring has always been so strong. That it The has. ability to express it was not It wasn't what you needed, so you didn't feel that care.
0: Right, because you would tell me all kinds of—you would heap praise on me in ways that fell sort of on deaf ears because I'm like, show me you love me. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me you love me. I mean, that's great, too. But you don't have to just tell me you love me. Show me you love me because that's my love language.
1: Right, and same, whereas I'm like pouring words on you because that's what I want, but your inability to give them back because
0: that's— I'm feeling hurt. Yes. And not— Heard Right. Uh, yeah, so I just wasn't responding well because I felt dismissed, I guess. Yeah. So once we figured it out, yeah. it does mean a little more work on, well, both of our parts, really. Sure. You're, but the figuring it out
1: is so oh fucking my God. worth it. Yeah. To I want to go, go bone right now.
0: <laughs> to preserve our relationship. <laughs> yes. This communication has been really vital as it turns yeah, out. absolutely. So if you're struggling in your relationship to feel— listened to. Mm-hmm. Connected connected, or respected, whatever it is. Sure. You might want to take a look at this because, yeah. I mean, everybody's into different things potentially, sure. whether it's Enneagrams or Myers-Briggs or figuring yourself out different ways, self-help I'm, books. I'm a yellow. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, I don't know. For some reason, this love language thing just clicked for me. Yeah, same. Yeah, and your ability to
1: respond with what I needed to hear was just—it was amazing. Yeah, um, the connection was
0: and is now there again. It's just great, right? So I'm not trying to say if you keep things clean, I will praise you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It just sort of works out that I am naturally more inclined to shower you with praise when you're respecting my love language and listening to me.
1: Right. Because it makes you feel heard. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel valued. Yes. It's not about the picking up of the random shit in the house. It's you feeling like I have listened to Mm -hmm. you and I have put you high enough on my priority list that I am going to do what makes you comfortable and happy.
0: Yes. And I love you for that. I love you too. You want to go make out? (laughs) Always. Okay. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Well, and thank Shelley. you,
1: baby, for saying beautiful, nice things. Like, my heart just soaks them up. It really is a, a constant craving. Um, <laughs> thank you, uh, Katie Lang, mm-hmm. For putting that song in all of our heads uh-huh. now. Appreciate You're welcome. That. It's a good song. Um, but amazing the difference that it has made with us. Mm-hmm. Like, really understanding why each other needs what we need. It's not just, I need this. Okay, I'll do this. Because that's just, um, it's not long-lasting. Right, when there's no deep understanding of the person's need, like why is that? It, it at least that's what helped me, yeah, because again, we've had this conversation a million times, but there was something about the way I finally understood you mm-hmm. that was like, oh shit, okay, it. Yeah. I want to be this way for Mary. I want to do this for Mary because I the last thing I want is my Mary feeling unimportant,
0: and I love that so much. that means everything because the fear potentially, when you realize what your love language is, mm-hmm. and then you're like, okay, I'm faced with expressing this to my partner, mm, Yeah. what's the fear?
1: Uh, will it be rejected? Right. Will I be
0: rejected? Will I be rejected? Mm-hmm. Will they give a shit what yeah. my love language is? Will yeah. they try? Mm-hmm. You know. So that's kind of a vulnerable position, mm-hmm. potentially, to be in, where mm-hmm. you are putting yourself out there, expressing your need, figuring out your need expressing it. Vulnerability. How is that going to be received? Yeah, because if someone's like, meh, that's crushing. Yeah, or whatever, and they're eye-rolling, or whatever. Like, get over it. Go to therapy. Oh, you know what it's been for me in the past? What? Was, I'm trying, Mm -hmm. and nothing ever changes. Yeah.
1: Or, like, seriously, this bothers you? Like, I bought an extra pair of scissors, this bothers you? (laughs) You know, just just shit like that instead of listening. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the same in reverse. Like, you you didn't quite get what the words that you could give me would mean to me. Because in your mind, you're probably like, well, why does it matter if I tell her blah, blah, blah? Like, Because it, it wouldn't mean anything to you. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't mean as much. I'll right.
0: Say. I just feel like I had to be in the right mental, emotional place mm-hmm. to give you words of affirmation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and you did. Yes. You still do. This,
1: is, this has been yes. recent. This isn't the last this, week. right? We're, we're, we are making improvements and going forward with our relationship. And I'm so happy.
0: Yeah. Relationships take work. Mm-hmm. They just absolutely do. So that limerence feeling, while it's super fun, mm-hmm. um, A, you don't really know the person yet. Yeah, true. You don't. You know, when, when I was feeling that for you back in the day, I didn't know what living with you was going to entail. I didn't know what kind of roommate you were. Yeah, no. I hadn't experienced your what I like to call entourage <laughs> the, that would be the, the ex-husband and the ex-husband and the children that mm-hmm. I have to deal with mm-hmm. like I didn't know any of that yeah and you didn't know that I was like some weird neat freak didn't, like you didn't know had all that I have no idea so you just don't have all that information when you're first starting out in the flush of love you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. that's why relationships take work though worth it absolutely worth it and The love, I feel like, that we have built together, because it's a building thing, Mm -hmm. is way more beautiful than that first flush of emotion when we didn't know each other. Yeah. Now we're making decisions every day on how to love one another. Yeah. Which we didn't do in the beginning. Right. So it's gotten to a deeper place, I feel like. She said deeper, but yeah. Yep, I did say that.
1: <laughs> no, it's true. It's just, it's more solid mm-hmm. and more long-lasting, you know? For uh, sure. Yeah. We're building a life
0: together. We are. Have you noticed? I have. Have you looked around lately? We have a lot of shit. <laughs> <Didn't>
1: notice? <laughs> we are. We we have both of our names on, uh, you know, certain... Documents?
0: Documents. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's what's happening. So anyway, here's to love languages. Check them out. Mm-hmm. The book is entitled The Five Love Languages The Secret to Love That Lasts by Gary Chapman. If you want to order it and read it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Shall we take our last break and come back to some patron names? I do believe we should. Be right back. Okay. We are back with patron names. Here we are. Uh, should we do them according to the love languages? Duh. Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
1: and of course we have exactly 5. Oh, absolutely. Okay.
0: Should we start? Sure.
1: Uh first new patron is Tyler
0: S. S, huh? Well, my love language is service. Just with an I was, S. I was going to go sex. Oh. Okay.
1: Is that an act of service? <laughs> I guess as that well? is. Yeah. So this would be then Tyler sexual service.
0: Double S. Oh,
1: no. Nice. You're welcome, Tyler. Next up is this one is actually a prodigal daughter. She has oh. returned to the fold. She has. Alyssa S. Another S. Another S. Oh, my gosh. Got it. Alyssa Sandwich. Sandwich? As in, like, you make me a sandwich. <laughs> make me a sandwich, woman. Get to the
0: kitchen and make me a sandwich. Take your shoes off. Get in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> no, like if I were to make you a sandwich. Mm-hmm.
0: That'd feel good, right? Or if I made you a sandwich. Yeah, you make good sandwiches, too, by the way. Oh,
1: I don't know. I don't Thank know why I said you. that. I don't know if you've actually ever made me a sandwich. I don't know
0: that I have. I'm kind of iffy with gluten. That's true. I have had uh, endoscopy done, and supposedly I'm not celiac, mm-hmm. but I noticed that I feel better when I avoid gluten. But back in the day, I could have made you a sandwich that would make you cry. Want to hear about it? Yes. Okay, it's crusty, yummy bakery bread. Uh huh. None of this like no. grocery store bread. No. No Wonder Bread. Nope. A slab of Leftover pork tenderloin, okay. Fig jam, okay. Caramelized onions, Mm, no. You lost me on that one. You don't like caramelized onions, no. Okay, we can leave them off. Thank you. Um, Fresh basil. I thought you said bacon. Okay,
1: basil, yes. And brie. Oh yeah, I would eat it in a panini press. Yeah, I would want it warm. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, can we have a side (laughs) of mayo to dip it in?
0: Oh, really? (laughs) You're going to ruin it. (laughs) So you don't put any sauces on it? Fig jam. Oh, shit. I forgot the fig jam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the brie gets all melty and it's like a sauce. Uh,
1: you would like this sandwich. No, I would. So there mm-hmm. you go, Alyssa sandwich. Make us a sandwich, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next is Bethany
0: P. P. Bethany P would like to please her partner, if she has one, by honoring their love language. I've decided. So it's Bethany, Bethany please? All right, you come up with something, <laughs> <laughs> Bethany. Please honor my love language. Uh, that's probably it. No, I'm going. With, I'm going
1: with uh, Bethany. Party, party. Yeah, it's it's time spent together. Let's let's party together. All righty. Like let's get shit faced and have massive amounts of sex. <laughs> oh God, uh,
0: Shelley. Are uh, you trying your to party, tell me something? Whatever your party is, <laughs> party for two,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: or how many ever you want to invite. No. Yep. No, no judgment. No judgment. judgment. No judgment.
1: Okay. All right, Bethany. Party or Bethany, please. How did she know my love
0: language was just making fun of me? I uh, it's yeah, that comes natural. It does. To you.
1: Next is Candace T. Oh, sorry, who? Candace T. Candace and T typically I would just say tits because that's the one I go to a mm-hmm. lot. Um but let's go, let's go above and beyond tits.
0: Uh Candace, tell me you love me. Oh. Tell me I'm wonderful. Yep. Candace tell me. Candace tell me. <laughs> I yep. like it. I like it. Yeah, okay. I definitely need you to tell me
1: mm-hmm. amazing things about me. Yes, you do. Because I didn't get that growing up. I know you didn't. I Whoa, know. Okay. Lastly, Jade S. Another S. Another S? Yeah, what are we going to do with that one? I already picked sandwich, so Mary, this one's on you. <laughs> okay. So sandwich is off the table, we're off saying? Off the table right. and
0: in my tummy. How about Jade Sorry? Hmm? I didn't notice your love languages before. Oh, dear Jade God. is sorry. Did you really <laughs> give Jade the new name of Jade Sorry? <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, Jade. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> For that last name. All right. What do you have? Do you have a better one? <laughs> I,
1: I don't. Let's just go with
0: sorry. And, and Jade. We're sorry. We're so sorry. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> we Jade. Your new up name your is. Name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so help me. If Jade drops off Patreon, I will know why, because you you gave the name Jade Sorry. <laughs> Jade, we're
0: so sorry. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, patrons. Uh, Shelly, do we have any new channel members? I have, again, a prodigal son. Okay.
1: Elijah, welcome back to the fold.
0: Elijah's back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Does Elijah have a last name? Starts with B. B. Yes, and I'm going with Elijah Butter. Butter. As in butter me up, baby. <laughs> okay. And that All could right. be like words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be physical touch. If like, you're into that sort of thing, yeah. And sure. you can be. Doesn't matter. Um, it could be
0: acts of service. I want butter on my sandwich. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: gosh. Butter covers a lot.
0: It really does. Wait, what are the other ones? It's also a restaurant in New York City. True. Mm-hmm. What are the other ones? What like are the, other,
1: w- the other five, the, the whole five. Let's see if we can insert butter into all of them. Acts oh, of service, butter gifts? my sandwich.
0: You're buying me butter from the store? Give me some
1: butter. Yeah, <laughs> like a big tub Tub of butter? grass-fed butter. Oh,
0: okay. very specific. So gifts. Acts of service. Acts
1: of service. Physical touch. Physical Butter touch. me up. Words of affirmation. Uh-huh.
0: And quality time? I mean, if— You, me, and a stick of butter. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> I mean, that would make a great porno. Just saying. <laughs> okay. No judgment. No, you do you,
1: everybody. There you go, Elijah Butter. Thanks for coming back to the fold. And that's um, Channels member. So Channels is a blast. Patreon's a blast. Yeah. Mary, how do they find us? you
0: would like to support us financially, please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash support. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Okay. There you go. I think we're wrapped up. All right. And thank you, Dan, from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. Don't forget to steer clear of those cults, everybody. Why? Because they're no joke. No joke at all. Talk to you later. Bye.